When you need advice on beauty, who are you gonna call? Beauty Call with Janice McQueen. Janice is easy and loves to have casual yet informative conversations on sex, beauty, love, fashion, work-life balance, diet, fitness, nutrition, relationship, and life's ups and downs. Join the Beauty Call podcast and learn inside secrets to true beauty. Hey everyone, it's Janice McQueen with Beauty Call Podcast, and I meant to do this so much earlier than this week. I know it's been a few weeks since my last podcast, but I promised to talk about interview skills in pageantry and in life, and I'm finally going to talk with you a little bit about this. Um, Obviously, I'm a pageant coach, and that's what I do in my spare time, what little spare time I have, as well as my day job. I work for um, a wonderful company that allows me to travel and meet great people and to be a trainer. So talking to people is something that I am naturally gifted in doing. I learned this all from my dad. He was such a great salesperson and a buyer for a wonderful company called Belk. And he just taught me all the great skills, the gift of the gap, as you might say. So what I had to learn was to really hone in and focus on what it is I want to talk about. So this is great practice for me in sharing this with you. And it's something that I've been doing pretty much my whole life. But the 25 years of of pageant coaching, I've definitely honed that skill. So when you work with me, obviously interview is something that is very personal. You're talking with either one-on-one with someone or in a panel style interview and you know we we go about that in different ways when we talk one-on-one with someone it's a lot more intimate and when we talk on a panel or interview in a panel it's it's a little bit different so I'm going to talk about those different types of styles first and then we'll deep dive into how to make your best impression in an interview so one-on-one when you are interviewing one-on-one whether it be for a job or for a position in, in something like as a board member or in a pageant, you are making a connection. You are more intimate, so your voice doesn't have to be, doesn't have to carry quite as far um, because sometimes in a panel-style interview, you might be in a larger room. So you want to use your common sense for that. If you are sitting across from someone at a table, you are going to have complete and utter attention and eye contact with that particular person. It's almost like being on a date. You want to give that person your best self and you want to give them your time and attention and to listen. Listening is a huge part of interviewing. And so many girls forget to listen because they just go into their elevator pitch or whatever they've memorized and that's a shame because we really want to get to know someone when we are in that one-on-one space. That doesn't mean that you're not leading the conversation and talking about yourself. Of course you are. What I mean by listening is, you know, you're introducing yourself. In a one-on-one interview, you're going to shake that person's hand. If they're comfortable, extend your hand. If they don't extend theirs, then you just say, nice to meet you. I'm Janice McQueen Ward. I am Mrs. or Miss or Ms., whatever your title is, and sit down. You can be as simple as I look forward to getting to know you better. 
I think that needs to be simple. Again, based on how long you have with that one-on-one -on -one interview, you can you can also have an introduction. Some pageants will say to have an introduction, but you always just want to prepare something short, sweet, and to the point. Something as simple as your name, title, excited to get to know you, and maybe the one thing you want to share. And that's something that as a coach, I will help you develop that, or whomever your coach is will help you to develop that short, to the point item. You don't want to overstate anything. You don't want to go on for 30 seconds or a minute. It's too much unless that particular pageant says to prepare a 30 second introduction. But I've not heard of one that goes that long. So you want to keep it short, sweet, to the point, and memorable. Maybe something funny about you, something unique about you that you want to share or that isn't on your bio. Or maybe you want to say something about your platform that you must tell them that leads them to asking you that first question so they know more about you. So one-on-one, -on -one, more intimate, handshake, introduce yourself, sit down, always sit down, always take the opportunity of walking in and owning that space, whether it's a one-on-one -on -one or in a panel, walk in, be confident and own that space and sit down. You don't have to wait for someone to tell you to sit down. You wanna have that eye contact with them and a big smile and be that burst of energy that shows them that you are confident, you're approachable, you're likable, and that you cannot wait to get to know them better. In the one-on-one -on -one space, you are going to slightly lean forward and you can keep your hands on your lap. I like to talk with my hands, but not so much that it's distracting. When I'm emphasizing a point, I'll bring up one hand. If I need to talk with both hands, it's really more of when I'm ready to almost articulate the most important part of what I want to say or bring up both hands whenever I want to shake their hand, hello or goodbye. But most of the time I'm talking with just one hand and it's not throughout the entire conversation. If you use your hands throughout the entire conversation, it's gonna be distracting. So make sure you're using that as a way to emphasize. You can uh, keep them low on your lap. It's okay to lift them up for a second and bring them down. Again, something you would work with your coach on having that overall quote-unquote dance <laughs> with uh, your presentation. You want to again lean forward so that you are invested in what they're saying and you want to give them eye contact. If you are searching for something, it's okay to look slightly down or slightly up. Just don't look up so high that you lose that eye-to-eye -eye contact. It's just a just a slight look off to one side or a slight look up or down, but not so often and not so much. You shouldn't really have to search for your words too often if you've prepared. Keep your voice comfortably like I'm talking right now, just your inside voice as I like to call it, so that you're projecting but you're also talking in a more private, intimate way as if you would if you are on a date or out with a friend at a restaurant so that you're using that voice so that they can hear it. You're only going to be maybe a foot or two feet away, so use that voice that way. You still want to approach the interview, whether it is a virtual interview, a panel interview, or a one-on-one -on -one interview with the focus topics that you want to discuss. 
I always suggest preparing three bullet points in your head of things that you must tell them about yourself. At most, four to five. If you are a Miss America contestant, you have much longer in which to be interviewed, and you know that you can direct them the way that you want to direct them in that interview. But if you are in you know, one of the other pageants, for example, Miss USA or United States, you are going to only get like a three to four minute interview. So you really have to get everything across quickly. So think in bullet points. Think of the three most important things that you need to share with those judges. And I think it's important to have a 10-second elevator pitch or what you want to say about yourself and your mission and why you're here in that quick 10 to 15 seconds so that if you get nervous or you don't know how to answer a question, you can fall back on that. It's okay to not know the answer to a question, but you need to fall back on something and say, you know, I'm not familiar with that topic, but I can tell you that I'm extremely passionate about giving back in the community. My platform is lung cancer awareness because I lost my mother to lung cancer in 1996 when I was a young mom. You know, something like that. I'm just giving you an example because that is my platform and what I work towards. When I was Mrs. United States, my platform was volunteerism. I had just lost my mom, so I wasn't prepared to talk about that right then but I could mention that as the fact that I was a volunteer for the American Cancer Society, American Lung Association, but I also worked in hospice, of course, and I worked with other organizations, but my, my platform as Mrs. United States was National Volunteer Week and how we can all allow ourselves to give a small amount of time to volunteer, whether it's on a daily, weekly, monthly, or yearly basis, whatever fits your schedule, and how that builds up and makes a synergy in the world of giving back and for good. So, of course, I had all that prepared, but I, I fell back on one particular topic that made me comfortable, and that was when I got nervous and I needed something, is I came back to the idea of we live in such a busy time that it's important for us to step back and to allow ourselves to give back. And that is how I promoted Involuntarism Week. So it was that whole notion of stepping back and giving back. And that was my catchphrase. So think about what you might want to have as a catchphrase in an interview. Now I say all this with the idea that you don't need, nor should you, memorize things. You should memorize bullet points. You should think about the top topics that you want to talk about. But when you memorize, unless you're really good, <laughs> unless you've worked really hard, it's going to come across as memorized. You want to be authentic and off the top of your head. The more authentic you can be and the more real you can be, but also being focused at the same time and telling those judges those things about you of which are most important is the key to success at interview. It's hard for me to share everything with you on this podcast. That's why I love working with people and finding out about them and what their uniqueness is and what's the best thing to talk about in interview besides your platform. You can't let your platform just be the only topic that you talk about. Then you are just a non 3D character. You're, you're two-dimensional. You're not three-dimensional. You need to have layers. I think peeling back the onion layers and letting us see your vulnerability is also important in an interview. Is let us see your funny side. Let us see all the elements that make you you. 
So start crafting and thinking about the things that are most important. Start thinking about what makes you unique. Start thinking about who you are as an individual. Even ask your friends and family, what do you like most about me? Why do you like hanging out with me? Why do you like, why did you marry me? Or why are you my friend? Write those things down. Think of the adjectives that describe you. And then start to show that to the judges when you over in the interview room. Okay, next type of interview is panel interview. That's my, well, they're all my favorite. Interview is my favorite topic and I could talk about it for hours. But when you walk into an interview space, just like with the one-on-one, the moment they see you, bam, that's the moment you're being judged. So when you walk in that space, you want to walk in with your head held high, your shoulders back, a big smile on your face, and an intention to walk towards that chair that you're going to sit down or towards that spot on the floor that you're going to stand, and you're going to look at all those judges in their eyes, and you're going to have so much passion, so much enthusiasm, and a big smile and excitement to share who you are, but you should take over that space. They are your cheerleaders. They are looking for you to own that space when you walk in. Own it. It's yours. Have an affirmation that you tell yourself before you walk into that space. And in those one-on-one encounters, before you walk up to each table, have that renewed energy because you've got to repeat yourself over and over again in one-on-one. In panel, you get to use all of your best goods, everything that you want to say about yourself, all the focus points, all of the excitement and the personality in that one interview so you can really animate yourself in sharing your passion and your purpose. Now, the key to panel interview is make sure that you look at the person that's answering the question and acknowledge them with your eyes. Start your question as you're talking with them and then scan the entire panel and then finish at the judge that asked you the question with a big smile. Now, if you forget, you're nervous and you look at that judge and you look at everybody, then you answer and you finish smiling and you're looking in the center Don't get so upset about it because you have a chance with five other judges. It just makes you look a little bit more well-rounded if you look at everybody, but you finish where you started. It just gives you that, gives that respect to that judge and also let them know that you're finished. They they know then that you're finished, okay? Um, Also, it's key, and whether it's panel, one-on-one, or virtual, is to keep your answers very concise. You want to make sure you have a beginning, a middle, and an end. At some point in the interview, you need to tell a story. So you need to practice stories for each of your focus points. You need to share your heart, have stories about things that are important to you, your family, your friends, something that impacted you, and most importantly, your platform. Use stories to share your heart. Start with that beginning by answering the question elaborate on the question that's your good stuff that's your story and then finish the story bring it to an end by either reviewing what you said or giving a conclusion or a solution never leave someone on edge of not having some kind of conclusion or solution because they won't know that you're finished (laughs) so have that beginning that middle and the end answer elaborate and conclude I think those are important elements, whether you are in a panel or in the one-on-one. And then have conversation. Make them laugh. Make them love you. You don't want the topics that you talk about to just be serious. 
yet you want to bring them to the topics that you want to talk about. If you want to talk about cancer awareness or Alzheimer's or if you want to talk about volunteerism or the loss of a loved one or what you're going to do as the title holder or what you've been doing, you need to do all of those things while sharing your light and your love. Which brings me to, you know, the most important thing when it comes to interview is that you need to talk about what you've done. It's not just about what you're going to do as the title holder. That's something that we could have gotten away with maybe in the 80s and the 90s and even the early 2000s. But it's 2022. And now everyone is intelligent, smart in the interview space. A lot of girls that are in pageantry have already done their due diligence. And, you know, there are some, of course, newcomers out there. And I'm speaking to anyone and everyone, whether you're beginning or you're seasoned. But don't forget that it's so important to share what you're doing and what you're going to do. But it's more important to talk about what you've done. We don't want to be like everybody else. It's not, I'm continuing to do this. Yes, that's great to say. But think of unique ways that you can share what you've done. Again, it comes down to a story and what makes you uniquely you. Then, in an interview space, always be prepared to have at least one question that you can ask the judges or that one-on-one judge. But I think it happens most of the time in a panel interview. Do you have any questions for us? Is there anything that you would like to add? Is there something that you want us to know about you that you haven't told us? Be prepared. It's always good to have, again, the focus points that you want to talk about, three things, some stories that you want to talk about. It's always great to have a question that you can ask those judges as a follow-up. If you run out of time or they ask you that question, and it's always good to also know if you have the opportunity to know who is going to be judging you. So if they release that information early, not that you have to pretend to know them or about them, but it is good to know that in that group of five judges, someone is a dentist or a doctor or someone has lost a loved one, and then you're able to identify with them and make them identify with you because you've done your homework. Just like with a job interview, you want to do your homework on the company, you want to speak well of them, you want to have that knowledge, and you want to find things that you have in common. That's so smart if you can do that. It's something that we've always done, but I think in the interview space now, not so much of being blatantly obvious, but to weave in stories that will resonate with the judges that are there. Because you know someone has lost someone to cancer, you know someone has a foundation, or you know someone has a particular job. If you weave in those particular stories in your interview, or even just one story, then someone is going to feel comfortable with you, and they're going to, they're going to identify with you. And this is the same thing for a job interview. When you've done the research on the company, you might know you know, people that work with the company, or you might know something about where the company's from. You also might have some of their products. And you can talk about that. You can reference that. And it makes you, again, more likable and more identifiable. Now, I know I'm talking in a lot of generics, and I know I'm giving you advice. 
but I'm hoping this will help you. And it's just the first steps uh, because practice is perfect. And all these things that I've shared with you are things that you need to do as rudimentary things and basics in interview. And there's so much more. And then my final note is since we have begun virtual interviews and a lot of pageants, people don't know how to add all of these rudimentary topics into the virtual space or how to interview in a virtual space. So I'm going to tell you, you need light. You need to look at the camera because the camera allows us to see your eyes. And you need to have a great background. I don't want a background where I can see people walking behind you if they could. I also want to see color. I don't want to see too many objects. I'd love to see maybe a blank wall that's colorful. Maybe you could have one element there, like a picture or some flowers, but nothing more than that. Um, I also want a great microphone. So, you know, maybe you have a headset in or buy a microphone. I use a, a Yeti microphone that you can get on Amazon. So that's something that you can easily buy that's inexpensive and it makes your sound quite a bit better. And you want to make sure that, again, lighting is great so that we can see your makeup, we can see your eyes, we can also see your presence, whether it's a job interview or a pageant interview. I want to be able to see your personality, and that comes through great lighting and a great surrounding. I also would prefer to see you know, your face, but I don't want to be so close that I only see your face. I think it's a really good rule of thumb to do you know, shoulders up. Um, if you have a really beautiful outfit in pageantry, you could also do like high part of your waist up so that I'm seeing you and I'm seeing your face, I'm seeing your hair, I'm seeing your outfit, and I'm seeing your background. And then the best practice for looking in camera is to have a beautiful photo that is right, maybe pasted behind your laptop or if you're using your phone, you can also put it on the back of your phone so that you're looking up at the photo of your loved one. Or you can also put it on the wall that's behind you if you have a PC and you're using a monitor so that you, you're seeing and looking at that little dot that is the camera. If you're looking down and looking at people, it looks as if your eyes are partially closed. So hopefully that helps you quite a bit. And there are so many more things that I could talk about. So if you'd like to work with me, um, I, you can reach out to me at JaniceWilkwing.com. Just go to my contact me space and I can continue the conversation on interview techniques. I also, if you're listening to this podcast, if you want to join me with the United States Crown Live, it will be on Thursdays at 4.30 Pacific Standard Time on Facebook and you can follow that link on my Facebook page. My Facebook and Instagram is at Janice McQueen Ward. That's my full name. So many more things. I also have my book Queendom that talks about interview prep and elevator pitch and mission statement and how to prepare for the interview and for so much more. If you would like to also pick up my book, it is available or if you follow me, there is a way on JaniceMcQueen.com if you want to follow me and follow me on my group, you can get the PDF of my book for free. Yes. So check that out. There's so much <laughs> that I could talk about, but I love to be off the cuff. If you haven't noticed on this podcast, I'm very real and very raw and very authentic, and I'm sharing everything in real time. I, I am preparing some more prepared 
items for my listeners where I'm doing some tutorials that are pre-taped, they are planned, and they are intentional, and they are focused. I will be having some of those hopefully very soon, and I'll let you know how to get that from me. And that is something I am working on. But for my podcast, I like to be as real as my guests and share with you my heart, my passion, my purpose, which is giving back and sharing my heart with you and my love for all of you and helping you be your best self. And hopefully these basics can help you get ready for your next pageant, your next interview, and I would love to help you and in any way possible. So reach out to me at Janice McQueen Ward or JaniceMcQueen.com. Thanks. Have a blessed day. Thanks for listening to Beauty Call Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I would love for you to review my show and share this with your friends and family. If you or someone you know would like to be on my show, just contact me at JaniceMcQueen.com. Until next week, stay beautiful inside and out.